Coming up on TMS, Chronic Oscar Bader. Point the rocket upwards for space. Six-shooter Yozamite. Thou shall not put mayo on ramen. Is Bunny Bread a cat? That puppy's not ripe yet. Have we sent Kate Blanchett into space yet? You like stormtroopers like I like Spider-Man. Call now and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. You know what I tried? What? Feminine hygiene spray. Oh, that's right. How do you like it? I like it. I use it every morning now. Real help for the busy working woman. Hey everybody, no Scott Fletcher because I forgot to play it. Here it is. This is the morning stream. It's a rat turd. That's right, it's a rat turd. <laughs> <clears throat> Things are a little screwed up the way I do wow. my soundboard and I messed up my order again, but it's okay, I'll get used to it. <clears throat> Hello everybody and welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for, uh, what is the date? It is Monday, October 21st, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson. That guy over there is the handsome, the lovely, the ever-talented Brian Ibbett. Oh, stop. <clears throat> oh, do go on. Do go on. Do go on. So that's, go on. Uh, people watching live or, or on YouTube may notice a big change here. I got rid of the green screens. It was annoying the hell out of me. So it's not here anymore. Instead, these are actual objects in the background. <laughs> these are real, yeah. live, actual things from the Scott Johnson collection. That's right. That's a real giant uh, uh, stormtrooper back there and a lot of little stormtroopers and all my Star Wars stuff. Star Wars stormtrooper? Yeah, I got a big one, a little one, a medium one, and a little tiny one. I like all stormtroopers and, and scout troopers too. Even little scout troopers. See, yeah. look at him there, doing his business. You yeah. like stormtroopers like I like Spider-Man. I think. I think, I think so. they're that's the equivalent. I think so. There's something. Even when I'm annoyed with Star Wars, I I'm in love with stormtroopers. Still yeah. On point. Yeah. It's still on fleek, as the kids don't. Tickets say. Uh, is oh yeah, those kids <laughs> don't say that anymore. Kids. Tickets go on sale today, by the way, for uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah, that's right. And there's a new, isn't it tonight the new trailer hits tonight? The new trailer hits uh, during Monday Night Football. This is one of those trailers that I am going to avoid online. I'm not going to watch it on TV if I can avoid it. I'm not going to watch it online. Um, I do want to see it. I want to see it, but when I see it, I want to see it in the theater. I'm kind of with you, although I don't think I can resist. I think I'm going to probably have to just watch it. Yeah, I'm sure. I cannot do it. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I want this is this is the last time, right? This is the last time I'm going to get to see a brand new Star Wars Skywalker series, Skywalker uh, story mm-hmm. uh, trailer, right? Uh, and I want it. I want it to be like I experienced the very first Star Wars trailer, just you know, in the in the theater. Nice, I like it. Uh, I'm yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited. Actually, we we've had enough time between the last one and this one, where I feel like I my excitement meters up a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm I'm pretty jazzed to see it. I mean, I'm more excited probably about the Mandalorian than I am any of this. But yeah, um, yeah. that's just you know whatever. I like long form content. Speaking of which, I got at least just make a mention. I know we usually save recommendals till Wednesday, but again, sure, this is just hard for me to to even stand myself. I, I, uh, <laughs> what are you hooked on now? <laughs> I watched uh, I watched the premiere of Watchmen last night. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched <sighs> the Watchmen, but I'm glad to see that you watched the Watchmen. It is. It's like they made it for me. It's cool. so much more than just the. It's not just. It's not a remake of the comic. It's not a reimagining. I don't want to even give anything away. They world build in a way that is so cool to me. I love it. I love it. I freaking love it. I cannot wait for this thing to just flesh itself out. 
I have so many questions. Did you know Tim Blake Nelson is in this damn thing? Did you know that? I found out this morning that Tim Blake Nelson is in it. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't watched last night's show yet, but just completely uh, excited for it. I know, and you know, we all know that it's 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 uh, sequel stuff. It takes place after Watchmen. I don't know. Well, after it, said, actually, it takes place in 2019, well so it's like oh, really? so it's current current it's current yeah. time in the Watchmen universe. Correct. Which the original Watchmen took place in the 80s, the comic. I mean, um, right. and then the 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 original Minutemen thing took place in the 60s, and so. Uh, and they, and there's references to all of that, but this is like, hey, we're in the we're in the 2019, yo, and things are weird, and it's so compelling, so much hmm. like uh, tons of questions. All right, I got all yeah. kinds yeah. of questions because they don't answer. Obviously, they don't. They a lot of stuff they just lay it out in the first episode, and you're just like, you have to just take it. And sure. You're just like, oh, okay, I, whatever that is, I got to find out more. But it's that kind of thing. I just want to know more. I'm just so excited. Oh my gosh, dude! I can't cool. barely stand being sitting here <laughs> and not watching it. But I have to wait every week now, and so it sucks. Nice. Um, here's how much I think Alan Moore would hate it. Um, okay, this is the one. Uh, this isn't a spoiler. The show yeah. finishes right. We get to the credits, mm-hmm. and I fully expect them to say, "Based on characters created by Alan Moore and uh, sure. Dave Gibbons." Okay, I expected that. Instead, what yeah. I got was based on characters created by. Dave Gibbons. There's no oh. mention of Alan Moore in any of the credits. None. <laughs> wow. So I remember we were talking, I think, was it during Film Sack that we talked about how Alan Moore feels like this new thing is an insult to him? Uh, or no, some he didn't say that, but somebody had said they felt like it was rude and it was the but it was the right kind of rude. Okay. Meaning it was like well, it was like well, in, not including him in the credits feels like maybe the wrong kind of rude. Yeah, that that <laughs> to go along with the right kind of rude. That little bit of rude I wasn't aware of, but uh, yeah. the the actual show I see what they mean now because what it's doing is it is gleefully diving into the content without without they're not being careful. They're not trying sure. to tiptoe around what they think okay. he wants. They're just oh, ma- I like that. Yeah, I do like that a lot. Actually, that's what's making this great to me is that they're they're moving in places that. Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons never went. It's just sort of that world, and and there's all sorts of cool references to to you know everything that makes The Watchmen as you know historic a comic as it is, but it's it's so much more than that. And the Trent Reznor soundtrack, unbelievably cool. Oh, see, that's another thing I had no idea. I didn't know uh, Reznor was involved with this as well. Very cool. Yeah, and Sidian uh, very uh, sardonically in the chat room says, "Well, if there's anything that's true, uh, Damon Lindelof is known for answering those questions." Look, you can you can <laughs> you can poke a dead horse about his lost years all you want, but until you've yeah. seen uh, Leftovers, which was his last series, that was amazing, and they stuck mm. that landing perfectly. So I have full confidence yes. in him as a showrunner moving forward. And I'm still a fan of Lost. You know, I'm yeah. still I I have no problem with the way they they ended. You know, a show's got to end. The ending was the ending was maybe not as strong as other. Uh, endings we've seen leftovers is the perfect example breaking bad i think is a great example yeah but um uh in a case like that you just have to appreciate the journey there as well and uh, lost for me was such a great character development journey uh loved it me too that's why that's why i've got my flip clock here i've got to mount that on the wall but it's a flip clock that's based on well not based on but reminiscent of the uh the hatch clock oh right 
clicking it's down. Flip clock. I really want like at some certain time, I want to replace two of the little plastic uh, flap flaps or whatever with um, uh, red hieroglyphics. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. I like it. it is a, yeah. I uh, speaking of uh, sorry. Here's the you said you said flip clock. I'm gonna say in yes. the clip in the. In the in the snowball clip clop. In the clip clop. <laughs> in the snowball clip clop. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I just can't say enough about it so far. Um, it's really good. Oh man, the chat room really wants us to get into weird arguments. The Sopranos ending is yes. amazing. Are you kidding me? It's an amazing ending. I love it's, the end of Sopranos. It's a it's a un it's a, an unexpected ending, and I really like it for that. Yeah. I like an ending that goes somewhere where you're not expecting, and that's but you know Lost did that for me as well. Luke Sightwalker was not a not a fan of Lost. He says watch two episodes of Lost, hated it. You know, not everything is going to be it for everybody. I th I feel like uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you need several episodes of Lost to get into get into it. But I agree. You know, if you know if you know right off the top, uh, right off the bat that you're not going to like something, totally fine. But that kind of stuff that he writes is perfect for what they're doing with with this thing. Here's the other thing I didn't know. I mean, everyone knows Don Johnson's in this, right? I mean, this is yeah, a yeah, big surprise. Regina King, Don Johnson. He sings in this episode. It's not a musical or anything. It's just a scene where he sings. And I, I don't really? I, I won't give too much away because it's actually a very sweet scene, but I didn't know Sonny Crockett had pipes. You should hear yeah, him. No kidding. He sounded, That's a weird uh He sounded great. Huh. And also, I just want to say how happy I am about the resurgence of Don Johnson in our lives. I think he's great. <laughs> he's great. This is the like a perfect, perfect little comeback. He was great I don't know if you remember, Scott, but Don Johnson had a single in the 80s called Heartbeat, I think. Oh, I forgot, dude. Yeah. Don't, don't forget, man. This, you know. I forgot Cindy he Crockett, had that. Cindy Crockett, man. It was. Uh... Totally <laughs> forgot that song. You're yeah. right. He yeah, now the chat room's talking about it, too. Yeah, there was, was a deal. There was a Don Johnson deal. Yeah. Well, he's he's great. And uh, in, in very good in this, and he's also good in that. What was he in uh, Django Unchained and some other stuff? He's he's rad. I like Don Johnson yeah. a lot. Yeah, anyway, nothing wrong with Don Johnson at all. No, I think he went through a period where it was like, all right, Sonny Crockett, what are you gonna do now? And then the best. <laughs> What's your next move, Sonny? Yeah, and his best move was like uh, Nash Bridges. Was it? Was that the thing? I never saw that much good. of that. Yeah, it was all right. And then and Cheech never saw it either. Oh yeah, he's on there with Cheech. You're right. And then just disappeared, and then uh, then came started just showing up again, and it's great. So anyway, me, your friends, and your Johnson getting it on in the in the movies. <laughs> you, your friends, and your Johnson. He's great, he's, and he's really good in this. So just I I cannot implore cool. you enough, Brian, to uh, make sure you well. Like you're not gonna, but of course yeah, you're exactly. Gonna. No, this is it's this is one of the shows that I will probably be pretty close to day and date with obviously i blew it last night didn't watch it day and date but i'm not gonna uh, let them pile up and binge a bunch at once this is one i want to kind of keep up with but um i am so engrossed in uh, in mindhunter i'm on episode four no episode three of season two and uh so good oh, it is really really good yeah dude it's, it's the bill tench yeah. season i call it because bill tench is i I'm so, already getting that because he's he's totally moved up front and center, and there's some stuff kind of surrounding him and his wife. And he's so good, dude. 
and their son Brian. Aren't you, aren't you glad he made it past Creep Show too and, and had a career? Oh my gosh! Thank goodness he came out on the other side of that, right? Because that could have been a career-ending role. <laughs> I think it was good that he was so young and kind of just getting started, so that he, you know, he couldn't end it as soon as you started, I guess, or whatever. But right, yeah, that would have been uh, would have been a tremendous loss. Is Mindhunter depressing? Uh, I would say it's not depressing. It's no. Um, what is it? It's, what would you say? How would you describe uh, I mean, it? okay, so if you compare it, like, it's got a very similar um, similar premise uh, uh, to uh, The Silence of the Lambs. I, I see The Silence of the Lambs being a much more depressing right. thing than this. Right. This feels like, this feels like the X-Files of serial killers. There you go. Yep. Because they never, it's never about the violent killings. I mean, it is, but it's never, you're never witness to them. No. Um, it's never, uh, if anything, it's hopeful and not bleak because it, it's, yeah. it's people, this is all based on real stuff too. So it's people in the seventies figuring out forensic science and understanding, oh, uh, well the mentality, we need to understand the mentality. It's not just simply a guy with a gun who robbed the bank like the old days. This is right. some, this is something else. So we've got to wrap our right. heads around it. And we have to figure out what they're called, what makes them tick. And, and uh, I mean, I like that, you know, in, in first season, they're coming up with the name, the term serial killers. Yeah. So it's like, it oh, is, wow. And when you hear that, you go, oh, yeah, this is kind of relatively new. Like, it's not <laughs> it's not that right. new of a thing. So anyway, or that old of a thing. It's but very, very good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying that. I, did you get to yeah. have you gotten to um, Manson? Berkowitz. Yet? Not Manson. Nope. They just interviewed uh, Berkowitz. Okay. Or interviewed Son of Sam. Also a freak. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. I keep wondering if they've got makeup on him to make his chin look that big, or if the actor really, oh, really right. has that chin. Right. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I never looked him up. Maybe he does have that chin, but you're gonna. I don't know. Just, you'll be blown away by Manson. He'll just he'll be just like, "Are you kidding? Is that that cool. real? It feels like the real Manson came out of the '70s and auditioned for the show." just crazy wow oh man all right can't wait that's cool yeah and it's very good and like i say you never you never no one's ever it's almost worse maybe but you never like are in a scene where somebody's murdering someone this never happens no no it's not as a matter of fact and yeah you you uh even the stuff you mean you see a lot of stuff in photographs but don't even think i'm trying to think if you get if you see crime scenes i mean some of it I guess you in photos do. or in like yeah. uh, walkthroughs, yeah, like they'll have a recent murder and they'll go check out the place, but it's still, right. it's, it's right. just like a bloodless affair. The whole thing. Yeah. It's very odd, but it's also, you know, this is a, this is a Fincher joint. He produces mm -hmm. this. He directed a bunch of episodes last season or first season. I don't know about second, but he's kind of, this is his baby and it feels like one of his movies. It feels like Zodiac. It feels like mm -hmm. seven uh, without the, again, without the violent stuff. It's, it's very interesting. So anyway, yeah. anyway, cool. Uh, Bill Tench for president is what I'm saying. That's right. I love that guy. Um, all right. Uh, also, oh, you saw a movie. Tell me about that. I did. It's time for a Monday morning film review. An MMFR. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Doesn't stand for anything else. That Scott. Nothing likes. else. This is we finally find we finally find something to make MMFR stand for. Yeah. Oh, just oh, love it. Thankfully. Uh, all right. So I went and saw Ad Astra. To the stars. Oh, the Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. The Brad Pitt business. Yeah. The Brad Pitt business. Yeah. Um, this is uh, this is really good, and it is not. I went in with um, with kind of zero expectations and very little knowledge of what the story was about. I mean, in the previews, you get the story of of um, Brad Pitt's dad, uh, a big a big astronaut, pioneering astronaut who disappeared twenty some years ago, and um. 
Brad Pitt's now following in his footsteps as another astronaut, and he is told that his father might still be alive. And uh, this is like near future, uh, far flung future, like uh, 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 now near future. Okay, um, I would say probably. I don't know, 20, they don't really put it, if they put a date on it, I don't know, but I would say it's probably like 2045, 2050. I like when they do that. And, um, and they, by the is, way, they don't have to tell me the the, the actual year. I don't need it. Yes, just just, right, just exactly. show me things that are, you're familiar, like, oh, we're still kind of grounded, but also yeah. this is obviously a little further along because those suits are better, but don't lock yourself into a date. Otherwise, in 30 years, no one wants to see your movie mm -hmm. again because they'll be like, eh. Right. That movie's set in 2020. Right. We've all been there, right? Man. We know what that looks like. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't look anything like that. Yeah. But uh, um, uh, I think Brad Pitt is incredible in it. There are some, you know, there's some questions that like, all right, well, could they have done this a different way? Or could they have done that a different way? But uh, uh, it feels like a very, um, it feels like a very weird combination of interstellar and apocalypse now. Because there's stuff going on with his dad, uh, Billy, or not Billy Bob Thornton, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, that is very, that's, I know, right? <laughs> Billy Bob, Tommy Lee, I mean, there's, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, interchangeable. Uh, there's some stuff going on that makes you want, like, uh, they wonder if he's involved in something that's going on that is uh, happening on Earth in kind of a... You've got to go out and find Marlon Brando in the jungle and talk to him and see what's going on. And only one person can go do it. And it's, you know, it's uh, Martin Sheen. But anyway, uh, it's really, really good. Oh, uh, uh, Sutherland. Donald Sutherland is in it. Oh, yeah, that's um, great. Yeah. And I guess this means that now Brad Pitt is now another Ocean's Eleven actor who has been an astronaut in a film. So now we've got, you know, oh, right. uh, George Clooney in Gravity, Matt Damon in The Martian, um, Don Cheadle in Red Planet. Red Is Planet, that right? yeah, Red Planet. Who else we got? Oh, I love this. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, I knew we, we need, basically we need to recreate the right stuff with Ocean's Eleven actors in, <laughs> in astronaut uniforms. <laughs> oh man, I used to love the right stuff. So I mean, funny. I guess if you count uh, Ocean's Eight, then of course you've got Sandra Bullock in Gravity as well. Hmm. Oh yeah, Sandra Bullock. If you count her, right? She's an Ocean's actor. Yeah. Uh, yep. What about uh, um, uh, the Queen, uh, or the, the Elf Queen? What's her name? Gladriel. Uh, freaking can't think of her name. Freaking. Oh my gosh, she was in. Oh uh, oh oh. Ocean's yes, 8. right. Uh, uh, Kate Blanchett. How? Uh, but she. Uh, Blanchett. She, Has uh, she gone into space. I don't know if she's. Kate <laughs> Blanchett. Has Have she we gone sent to space? Kate Blanchett into space yet? <laughs> Does I mean does uh yeah I can't think of uh I can't think of, I can't think of uh, that anything that Kate Blanchett uh Casey Affleck wasn't he he was in uh was he in Interstellar Interstellar wait Casey Affleck was in Casey yes he Affleck. was in Interstellar that is correct okay so there's another one yeah I forgot Casey Affleck was even in that how about the little Chinese guy that fit in the tiny box when they put him in the, the not to my knowledge but maybe <laughs> maybe there's a little Chinese movie that features him going into space. Uh, well, I mean, he's a tiny, he can fit anywhere, so put him in the... Yeah, right, exactly, yeah. a little space capsule. Um, no, but I think it's really good, and it's uh, it's a very... Men it's like a it's a psychological thriller as much as, as much as it's a science fiction thing. It's hard. I would say this is hard sci-fi. Hmm. Well, um, uh, I love hard sci-fi. Yeah. You, you got so, me there. That sounds good. And, Someone in the uh, chat room says, I didn't like it. I'd rather watch Fury Road again. 
everyone would like to watch Fury Road again, but it's okay to have other <laughs> movies. It's okay to have another movie you like. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally I, anyway. I like some heady, hard sci-fi. I'm in. So, yeah. so, so let me is, 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 deal with time travel or are you okay there? No time travel. Oh, good. Good. Yep, no time travel. So I'm okay there. Yeah. Say <laughs> None it. of that stuff that I have to question. There's some, you know, there's some logistics questions. There's some uh uh could they really have that on that planet kind of questions, but um boy, and it's a gorgeous film. The, the the fact that it's a gorgeous film is almost what makes me say if you if you have any desire to see this, maybe try and see it while it's still in theater so you can see it on a, the biggest screen you can. Yeah. They they have a uh, what do you call it version of that? Um What's the? I can't think today. The big, big format. What the hell is that? Called? Oh, probably the IMAX. Yeah, oh, IMAX, IMAX. Yeah, IMAX. yeah that'd yeah. be cool. That'd look really good in IMAX, I guess. All the space, all the space movies look good in that. Uh, Dune comes out next year, twenty twenty. Oh wow! Prepare yeah. yourselves now, cool. chat room. Prepare yourselves now. All right, uh, give me a grade cool. uh, out of five stars. What do you give it? I would give it. Um... You know what? I put it in a in a solid just four stars. No, okay. no, no partial stars. Just a good four star movie. I like it. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm, and Brad Pitt is a he's good. <laughs> I like J C Calhoun. Really does not feel like there's there's a scientific fact behind this movie. <laughs> it looks. I, know, he says I think it I looks... know the, the the thing that I have a question about. I is probably one of the things that he has a question about. Or two things that I have a question about. Like water there. I don't know. I don't know how much I believe that. And. Yeah. uh you need to go to uh you need to make your phone call from the uh circle k down the street is that really a reason you need is that is that uh, that's great all right i don't even want, i don't know what those references are but i'm going to see it when i see it exactly those are very spoiler free references he says in the chat it looks as uh it looks great but is about as scientifically accurate as space balls so there you go Oof. he says name one scientifically accurate thing about it you can well yeah sure that you know uh to go into space, you need to point the rocket upwards. That's scientifically accurate. Yeah, no, it seems like that's consistent with. Uh... Yes. If you point it downwards, you don't go into space. You go into the ground. But if you point it upwards, you go into space. Uh, I feel like I want to see it. I probably. See it. <laughs> and Brad Pitt, would you give him mark high marks? He's oh uh... very much. Okay. I, I don't. I don't think this is. Uh, we're not going to see Ad Astra at the Oscars. We may see Brad Pitt for best actor though because he really is he needs to carry the film and i think he does a great job with the acting awesome all right i like brad pitt i think we're gonna try and see judy 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 Judy, this week so because we think that one's for sure gonna be it's total oscar bait oh we love some oscar bait Mm, (laughs) i'm a chronic oscar baiter yeah All right. Uh, well, that's all well and good. Uh, those are our TV and movie reviews for uh, the week. We now uh, have Brian Dunaway enter the building and play a little game with him if this works out the way it's supposed to. The big question Two is, Brian's enter, one Brian leaves. That's but right. that's just because he's a, he's a co-host on the show. That's right. I see him blinking. Are you there, Brian Dunaway? Am I here? <gasps> he's Ooh, there. That I means I can play this. Hey, everybody, check it out. It's Brian Dunaway. He's uh, here from uh, wherever he hails from. Uh, where are you? South Carolina. Uh, oh, hi, Scott and Brian. You know what cha- You know what fogs your brain is when you got a new, a whole new workflow from how I do transitions and oh, music and everything? Yeah. And it's jacking me up and making me not think straight. So I, 
I ask everybody for preemptive forgiveness for my more than usual bumbling. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> you bumbling. More than usual bumbling. Bumbling. You bumbling fools. Bumbled everything. You are fools. All right. Hey, uh, it's uh, good to have you here. How how was your weekend? I saw you for part of it, but how was the rest of your? Yeah, weekend? I know. We just talked yesterday morning, but uh, hey, it's going good. Since then, uh, nothing much has happened. Nothing's yeah. changed. Nothing uh, right down away that we know and love. The, yeah, yeah, just a little, maybe a little more just rain little outside. That's about it. Just a little, little higher. Just a <laughs> <laughs> That sound at the top was grody. All right, hey, uh, <laughs> you like that? We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna play a game. Whoa, we're gonna. Oh, jeez, jeez, gonna hang up on you. Uh, we need some. Uh, we need a caller though, because we gotta play this game, Babel Royale, which is fun, and you cool. guys might win prizes. Oh, we already have a caller. Holy, holy schmoly. Can't man. play without a contestant. That's true. Hi, good morning. Who's this? This is Brad. Hello? Bra- in the chat room. Brad, you say? You say Brad? 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 Is it Brad? Oh. oh. Yes, it is. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. It's Brad. <laughs> Did you say Brad? Did you say Brad? Uh, Brad? I think he's Brad. hearing us. He might be hearing our, our delay plus us, maybe. Anyway, it's all right. Hey, Brad, welcome to the show. We're going to play a little game here. Brian Ibbett right here is going to explain how it works, what you could win, and how to do it. That's right. I'll be going to give uh, Scott and Brian a topic. The two of them are going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a, a repeated answer, or, or they take too long to come up with an answer, I'm just going to have to give the win to the other player. Uh, Brad, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today, you are playing for a pair of CDs from Dizzybox9 and Trend Selva, as well as from Steam, a game called God's Trigger. God's trigger. I think uh, God's trigger is when you um, uh, is when you put mayonnaise in ramen. That's God's trigger. <laughs> oh, he is so triggered. Oh man, he's totally triggered when you do that. My brain was like, all oh, there's so many triggers for him, <laughs> but Brian chose mayo and ramen. That's perfect. Nice job. That's when God gets triggered. Yep. Uh, all right. So the topic today comes to us from Drew. Thank you, Drew. So, uh, Hideo, 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 Hideo. Kojima's uh, latest game, Death Stranding, comes out in less than a month. But of course, he's best known for his Metal Gear, uh, Metal Gear series of games. How many of the named boss characters from the Metal Gear Solid console games franchise can you name? Oh, oh man. This is so just one. the ones called Metal Gear Solid, this, that, the other. Well, there's Metal Gear... Well, the you only one the, the, games? the only one's called the only one that's called Metal Gear. Well, there's Metal Gear Solid One, then two. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, Metal Gear Three is called something else. It's called Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater. Oh, Metal Snake Gear. Eater! Yeah, I forget about. I never played that one, so that's and not. And then there's help. Metal Gear Solid Four. Are they Guns all solid? The they all have solid in it. Apparently, Apparently according all, to this list, yeah, I think it's like yeah. this. Yeah, so. We very rarely call it Metal Gear Solid, though, in casual conversation. Oh, no, you're just Metal, Metal, Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Ground Gear. Zero's The Phantom Pain is, right. is the fifth one. That's a great one. I love but that not game. Metal Gear Rising. That's that's the caveat. So oh, don't, right. Don't name characters. Don't name bosses in Metal Gear Rising unless they were bosses in, in one of the Metal Gear Sal- right. Salad games. Because Rising is a spinoff. Salad. It's a spinoff. It doesn't count. That's right. Yeah. I, want, I only want to know about Metal Gear Salad. Yeah. 
Ugh. <laughs> that makes me uh, makes me literally cringe a little when you do that voice. Do it one more time and we'll see if it works. Metal again. Gear Solid. Oh, I really Solid. don't like it. You know, some it's not it's not Brian. It's his, it's this particular affectation. It really makes me feel weird. I don't like it at Metal all. Metal Gear Solid. Ugh. By the way, uh, Brad lost his connection. He oh, says, no. Scott to win, Brian to start. Oh, He's okay. in the chat room as uh, Nukem82. Okay. So, so awesome, Scott, Nukem. Duke Nukem? Scott to win, Brian to start. Is that, is that your first guess, Brian? <laughs> yes, Duke Nukem is my first guess. I would also like to go ahead and just say, I'm done. No. Oh, no, you're not. Okay, no, so, not but done. you go right, first. Scott you're... to win, Brian to start is yeah. what uh, Brad says. All right. All right. So I'm trying to remember, like, I remember some of the characters. I'm trying to remember the names for sure. Sure. Now, the first one I played, I've been playing that one again on my PlayStation Classic. And I believe is Sniper Wolf. Is that? Sniper Wolf. There oh, is a Sniper Wolf. Nice one. I'm, I'm going to be pull. trusting you guys a lot on this one because I can name a couple of these, but boy, I sure can't remember a lot of them. So. Right. How many did you say there were? Oh, I didn't say. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20 oh my 22, God. 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, Jeez. 30, Holy 31, Moses. 32, 33. 33 names on this list. Okay. Holy yeah. So really, without so, any names, just guess a name. All, are those Frank, really all bosses? <laughs> what They're say? all named bosses. Named Man, boss characters. All right. Well, the... Um... All right. I've yeah, played a lot, right. most of these games, but my brain is not working, and I don't know if I'm going to include... There's a couple of names I want to include, but I'm not sure... They were kind of enemies, but not really bosses. Because hmm. this this involves... A, you need to have a boss fight with the person we're talking about, right? I guess so. Okay. Um, That's a yeah, lot we'll see if that... We'll see how that comes up. Maybe, maybe your question will be answered when we throw out another name. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Let's do... Uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid's uh, her name was just the boss. Oh, this gets right. The boss mm. or big boss. The boss. Yeah, that was yeah. What's that called? The boss, wasn't it? Because I always thought that was stupid. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Metal Gear Solid Three, right? Yeah. Three. Yes. Yes. The boss. Yes. The boss. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. Said, I, I, yeah, I don't. I mean was looking f- under Metal Gear Solid One, and okay, yes, All the right. boss. That's that's an easy one to get out of the way. All right, done away. All right. I remember, <laughs> I remember the Fat Man, and I think his name was Fat Man. His but name was Fat Man. Was his name Fat Man? Oh, thank God. Yes, just Fat Man. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was like, too. I was like, go with my head. I'm like, is that how I remembered it, or is that the actual name? Oh. Fat Man and Sons of Liberty. Yeah, so far we've go. named one boss from each of the first three games. <laughs> Excellent. Because that's uh, what I was thinking. I thought it was only like one boss per game, but geez, man, you're talking about... Yeah. I guess they were considered. I would always consider them like sub bosses. I didn't really consider. And, them, I mean, you know, get your mini bosses in your big, your bosses, final boss. Yeah. yeah. Um. Psycho Mantis from. Ooh. Well, it doesn't matter which one. I I think that it's from the first one. one. Yeah. Is it from Psycho Metal Mantis. Gear Solid? Okay. Yeah. He's like Psycho a, Mantis. He's like a ninja, but also a gas mask looking dude. I think, if I remember right. Okay. Yeah. I, I believe you. I don't remember what he did. I believe you. Sure. Why not? I believe you. Sure. Okay. There could be something like that. Are you eating an apple while we're doing the show here? Right here. Talking to me. Yep. <laughs> it's a uh, honey or uh, honey. Yeah, honey crisp. Mm. 
I had a pink lady yesterday and uh, oh, I wouldn't go around and tell her about it. Dipped her in uh, that chocolate peanut butter powder. Weight Watchers chocolate peanut butter powder was great. Great peanut, combo. Peanut butter powder. How was that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you mix the powder. You put two tablespoons of the powder with one tablespoon of water and oh. make it. And then mix it. Okay. And that's just got, it doesn't have the oils and the fat and the stuff. Right. Okay. Yes. Way better for you. Only three points, I think, per serving. Not bad. Really good. I like peanut mm. butter. Mm. Yes. Mm. Back to Brian. I'm going to go. Let's see. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with the ninja guy. That's right. The ninja guy. <laughs> I remember fighting the ninja guy, but uh -huh. I think his, his name? name was, oh no, it, we, we went with that weird theme with the boss. I'm going to go with the ninja. That's right. The ninja. I'm going to be more vague then. I'm just going to say the ninja guy who's kind of, if I remember correctly, he was bluish. He's the blue ninja. <laughs> Is that right? I think I think we're done. No. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's a character named Cyborg Ninja. That's him. That's it. That's him. Oh, oh well, yeah, but that's not the name you gave me. <laughs> no, he didn't give me sure that. Sure, it did. Ninja. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I can't do it. I can't give it to you. I gotta. I gotta say, Scott wins. <laughs> you know the the, the popular Fortnite streamer Ninja, uh, famous ninja boss. Ninja Not that ninja. So I know one. At least. Well, I know at least. One for sure, and then possibly two more. So I want to just test this real quick. So there's okay. a there was a dude named Vamp in Sons of Liberty, who was uh, there like was yes mustache wearing goober goober cheese. Oh wait a minute, I do remember him now. And then uh, uh, I want to say I always say six shooter Yosemite, but his name was uh, <laughs> Revolver Ocelot. Does he count? Dang it! Yes, Dang it! That's what I could remember. Revolver Ocelot. That's the first name on my list. Oh, wow. Okay. Because he, I don't know if he ever had a boss fight with him, but he was definitely a villain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So in, in the first game, Revolver Ocelot, Cyborg Ninja, Vulcan Raven, Metal Gear Rex, and Liquid Snake. I can't believe nobody said Liquid God. Snake. Oh, that was my other question was the, do the Metal Jeez. Gears themselves count? And you just said Metal sure. Gear Rex. So they do. So the big robots count. The yep. actual Metal Gears. Uh, then in the second game, <laughs> Olga Gerlokovich. Fortune, oh uh, Vamp, you said. Metal Gear Ray and Solidus Snake. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, Ocelot, same characters, Revolver Ocelot. So right. I would have given you just plain Ocelot for that one, but not yeah. just plain Ninja. Right. The Pain, the Fear, the End, the Fury, the and pain. the Sorrow. Uh -huh. Son of a... Colonel Yevgeny Borostovich Volgin. Uh-huh. Or just Volgin or Volgin. Uh, uh, Shagahod. And then in, in uh, episode four, uh, episode four, <laughs> Guns of the Patriots, Laughing Octopus, Raging Raven, Crying Wolf, uh, Vamp again, Metal Gear Crying Ray Wolf. again, Screaming Mantis, Liquid Ocelot, and then Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, Man on Fire, Quiet, Metal Gear Sahelanth, uh, here we go, Salanthropus, uh -huh. and Eli. <laughs> <laughs> I got so my mind got so hung up on freaking figuring out that ninja name. I was just like blanking on everything else. That's yeah. stupid. It happens. It happens. Yeah. All right. It, here's All right. the look. We're gonna give you one of these. Where is it? I gotta figure out where I put stuff. Oh, here it is. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Good job, uh, Brad. You win, and uh, we're gonna send you your prizes. But you gotta email Brian Coverville at gmail .com. I know he's still listening, so he'll get that hooked up. That's true. Yeah. Send me an email, I'll get your prizes, but send me your mailing address so you can get these CDs. I think it was a valiant effort, effort there, Dunaway. I mean, I had two more in the in the pipe, apparently, but uh, 
I still think like you I did said, a fun I, job. I just, I, I, for some reason, my mind was just spinning on that ninja, and I couldn't get it out. I just, it's like, get off, get off the wheel, um, get off, ninja. My, my, my buddy Andrew, uh, we could never talk about Metal Gear Solid without him referring to Revolver Ocelot as six yeah. shooter Yosemite. And there were a couple of, there were years there where I could not remember his real name, and he just became six shooter Yosemite. That was I just love his it. name, six shooter Yosemite. It's such a great name too, like such a. Uh, it's so dumb. It's no, it's no weirder than any of the other names they have in here. No. So yeah, that's the other thing. Everybody's weird in those games. They're all weird. Those games are weird. If you think you're uh, not going to get weird when he releases Death Stranding this year, I got news for you. It's going to be freaking weird. Like, that's what that guy does better than anybody else. Weird. Things are going to get weird here in Metal Gear. Uh, Dunaway, you didn't do anything fun this week that you should tell people about? Anything Absolutely. Cool? We just celebrated uh, my fiance's uh, birthday this past Friday. Oh. We went we went and saw the Maleficent 2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's that? that? Was, Speaking of Brad Pitt, was, uh, his divorced was, lady friend, how's that looking? Yeah, that's, you're, you're reaching really far for that. But yeah, it was... It was <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good, pretty pretty good. Yeah, cool. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. But this week, I'm I'm going to be doing some streaming tonight. We're not doing the boop show, so I'm going to do a little bit of Twitch streaming tonight. Oh yeah, very nice. That'll be good. Yeah, we do uh, the boop shows every other week now, and uh, Brian does streaming uh, sometimes on the Mondays where we don't. So yep, check yep. that out. What's your Twitch channel so people can write that? Down. Is Brian Dunaway? Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I don't know how I got really, it. Uh, wow, well, really Fancy. came up with something clever there. Fancy. Yeah, yeah. I do what I do. I tried to get Scott Johnson. It was gone, so I got Frog The pants. Pain. Yeah. Ended up That's what I should have called it. Yeah. The Pain. The Pain. That's a yeah. character from Metal Gear. Yeah. I know. Uh, but don't worry. Boop Show will be back next week at its normal time. Uh, every other week. The Boop Show. Twice a month. That's right, baby. Yeah. That's Boop right. Show. Brian Dunaway, everybody, stay out of trouble. Be good to each other, or no, to yourself, or something. <laughs> yeah. Treat yourself. Treat Do yourself. That today. Yeah, you deserve it. Take yourself out for a nice cup of Joe. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, that was fun. What time is it? Oh, we got time. We Let's, got time. We got time for some news. I think we do have time for the news, and therefore, if I can find it, I don't know where I put the new news thing. Hold on a second. And here it is. The new. Where is it? I don't have it. Oh, what? I, Have you lost the news? I think You've I lost the news. I think I screwed up. Let's see. Did I not int- include this? I think I didn't include it. All right. Well, pretend you just heard fanfare for the news, and I then we came back, and I said, "The news today is brought to you by." This segment of TMS is brought to you by my fellow Ted Pooler and author, Nikki Moore. This weekend, Nikki is participating in her literary conference, Mile High Con, in Denver, where she's going to be displaying the first four books in her fantasy series, Chronicles of Kalan, and promoting the upcoming release of book number five later this fall. To celebrate, Nikki is offering the first book in the series, Kyren, for no, or Kyrene, I'm sorry, Kyrene, for no cost in ebook format on Amazon, beginning uh, this last Friday, October 18th through Tuesday, October 22nd. You've only got a couple days to get this, so make sure you do it. Links to learn more and purchase all of Nikki's books, both ebook and paperback, can be found at morebooks.com. That's M-O-O-R-E-books.com. Or search for Chronicles of Kalan, C-A-L-A-N, on Amazon. Very nice. Good luck at the uh, Mile High Con. Do you go to that? She's do you, gr- you ever go I to don't, that? but I should. Um, yeah, she's great. Nikki is uh, one of the people we do uh, uh, 
uh, puzzle pint with every month. So oh, very nice. She is fantastic, and her her book series is absolutely something you should check out. Sounds show. good to me. Uh, yeah. All right, an Alabama man in the news. Alabama man. Alabama man. Yep. Alabama man. Alabama man. He uh, got run over by an ATV driven by a dog. That's cool. <laughs> only, wow, I was going to say only in Alabama, but I think the dog was on his way to Florida, right? Yeah. Is, can we pretty much assume that this is uh... <laughs> Kind of a guarantee at this point. An Alabama man was injured after his, uh, or he was run over by his all-terrain vehicle when his dog accidentally released the throttle. The man had parked the four-wheel vehicle near the entrance of the Bunny Bread Outlet on uh, <laughs> on Thursday and tied his dog's leash around the handlebars. The dog tried to run, tangling the leash uh, around the controls and caused the vehicle to hit the man. The highway was closed Put briefly. Put the bunny back in the bread box. <laughs> <laughs> it says... Uh, the highway, they closed the highway for this. They closed it briefly while the man was airlifted to a hospital. His condition is unknown, as is the oh. dog's. Yeah, we don't know oh, what's going as on. As is the dog's, yep. <laughs> the dog's condition. We don't know if the, what condition this condition is in. I hope the dog is okay. I really do. Oh, yeah, you too. Know. The guy, too. You know, it seems like a honest mistake. It's not like a... Yeah, actually, it does. I mean, you know, you, you go into the bunny bread outlet. You can't... <laughs> they don't allow dogs. For obvious reasons, the bunny bread dogs outlet. Like, dogs will eat both bunnies and bread, so you can't bring the uh, the dog into the bunny bread outlet. So wait a minute, and, is the uh, bunny bread? They normally have bunny bread places, but this outlet is like the place where you get them on the cheap, and there's tons of I them. Like, I honestly don't know what bunny bread is. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, apparently it is a uh, it is a baker of nutritious bread and bakery products in your local grocery. So yeah, I guess so. Normally you'll find. Uh, bunny bread in your in your grocer right. but i guess at the outlet you can get you know packages of their whole grain white oh yeah or wheat sandwich bread or their hot dog buns for super cheap they have a whole bunch on amazon even interesting oh really yeah. okay they even have good luck a... getting that good luck that stuff being intact i guess um you can buy an old yeah. sign, like an old metal sign on amazon where it's made to look all old but it's like a 1940s Bunny, oh, that's interesting. Uh, Yaloom Bunny Bread Cowboy Man, cave metal sign uh, reproduction, twelve by eighteen. It's got a little cowboy on a horse. I think the cowboy's a cat. Oh no, he's a rabbit. <laughs> he's a rabbit. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> he's a bunny, right? That makes sense. He's a bunny right, rabbit. Yes. What kind of animal was uh, <laughs> Bunny Bread? <laughs> well, the reason it's confusing is he's wearing a hat and it, there's no ears, so it looks like a cat on this thing he does not look like a <laughs> rabbit but uh it says on the side his catchphrase is that's what i said yeah yeah i'm looking at the uh the map right now and it shows where bunny bread's available the entirety of ohio indiana illinois and arkansas and partially in mississippi alabama tennessee missouri wow one county in iowa uh and uh only the lower part of michigan huh well all right then a local favorite. Very interesting, yeah. yeah. Huh. Anyway, bunny that, bread. That guy. All right. That guy'll be okay. I hope so. I hope you're okay, uh, dog owner, because you did the responsible thing and tied your dog up to your the handlebars of your four wheeler. Yeah, that was brilliant. Do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's how to get banned from a cruise for life. Okay. So this okay. is fun. All right. Oh, I think there are many, many ways, but tell me your way. <laughs> well, here is this lady's way. This woman stood on a ship's railing for a selfie, and she has now been barred for life from cruises. Oh, no. Yep. 
All all of them. Tom Cruise. All Cruise. Yeah. Penelope Cruise. Yeah. All the cruises. Ted Cruz. Well, that one's okay. Yeah, it's okay can, to be banned from that cruise. Yeah, you don't want to be there with that guy. He's weird. A woman is removed from a cruise ship and banned for life by the cruise company after she climbed onto her room's balcony uh, railing to pose for a dangerous photo shoot over the ocean. The incident happened on aboard the Royal Caribbean ship Allure of the Seas uh, as it was approaching Labadee, which is in Haiti. <laughs> Labadee! Labadee! L-A-B-A-D-E-E. Yeah, that's, I think that's you think it has to be pronounced both with that that uh, pronunciation and that flourish. I mean, one would think we're not left to too many instructions here, but I'm going to assume that was correct. The unnamed woman <laughs> said unarmed. The unnamed woman was spotted by a fellow passenger, Peter Blossick, who alerted the crew. Well, that guy's a busybody, isn't he? Yeah, but yeah, I was walking by and I just saw her doing it. But it's funny though that uh, that Blossick is uh, named. But the woman who stood on the <laughs> the railing, yeah, no name the, at the cruise ship, no name. Yeah, it's weird. Unless she was, I don't think that she was a minor. That is dangerous, right? I mean, can oh, we all totally agree dangerous. that that seems like a really dumb thing? Yeah, you'll fall off and they're done. They're not getting yeah. out to save you. They don't know you've fallen in. No one knows you're even out there. Right. Dumbass. And then they've got to stop the cruise ship. They have to turn it around and pick you up. I don't have a lot of. <laughs> I don't have a lot of. Sympathy for Sympathy this. Sympathy for. Uh, I mean, I would if she woman. fell in. I'd feel bad, but come on well, now. Sure. So there you go, chat. I wouldn't feel that. as bad though because if she survived, because she uh, she was doing something dumb. You do this to yourself. She look at where she's at. That gives me so much anxiety. Oh, is like, there a photo? Yeah. Is there is the like with share. Oh, geez. Yeah. Like Brian, you know your thing with closed-in spaces. That's me with the ocean. Well, I don't like that at all. Because, you know, if she falls off of that, I don't think she's hitting the water. I think she's hitting the railing, the the next, like she's hitting the the, uh, the Lido deck yeah. is what she's hitting. Yeah, she's going to hit she's other promenade. She's going to hit other hard things before she hits the water. Yeah. And then no one in there knows. Somebody at lunch down on that lower deck's like, did you hear that, honey? No, I sure didn't. But boy, isn't this, <laughs> these mimosas are wonderful, yeah. aren't they? Like they're not even going to notice. Oh, she's dumb. Oh, yeah. Don't so do good. it. Ban not, her for life. You know what? She's not dumb. She's reckless. Just reckless. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, while on the balcony. I, both. I mean, it's uh, they're not mutually exclusive. I'm going to say both. I'm yeah. going to say dumb and reckless. I'm going to say both as well. Not both. both? No, both. I'm going to say right. both. I've been working on my both. Really? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Why? Because people make fun of me when I say both. <laughs> well... <laughs> All right, <laughs> you're like, well, yeah, so, but you should reason. keep doing it. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. Okay. You should just keep doing it, though. You should just keep saying it. Wrong. Yeah, I mean, make let it make fun of you, but keep doing it. I mean, why? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, she wrote this, uh, or no, this guy wrote this. On uh, while I was on my balcony, I saw a woman climbing the railing. I, it happened so quickly, not knowing what her intentions were. I alerted the crew. Oh, he thought she was going to jump. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't want to be responsible for seeing that, not saying something. Yeah. Uh, he later posted a picture of the woman wearing a blue bathing suit with hands over her head on social media. So this is his photo. Uh, the ship's crew later tackled, sorry, tracked down the woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, let her get down off the railing before you tackle her, though, because that's not going to end well. Yep. Uh, see, they, what did they do? They removed her from the ship do- at the dock of F- Falmouth, uh, Jamaica. The Royal Caribbean spokesman confirmed the incident, telling CNN in a statement earlier this week on the allure of seas. A guest was observed recklessly and dangerously posing for a photo by standing on her stateroom balcony railing of the, oh, sorry, with the help of her companion. 
Security was notified and the guests were later debarked to Falmouth, Jamaica as a result of their actions and are now banned for life from sailing with Royal Caribbean. Um, she doesn't even get to finish this cruise. Like she's got to figure out her ho- her own way home from Falmouth, Jamaica. Right. You know. Well, just stay there, Mon. Get some jerk chicken, Mon. <laughs> Listen to some calypso music and uh, think about what you've done. Think about what you've done. Think about <laughs> Iggy. Just think, <laughs> think about it for a while. Yeah, you think about it. No one deserves this fate. Anyway. Those are my favorite guys oh. in World of Warcraft. Those really grumpy trolls are out in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. And you talk to them, they go, eh, <laughs> life is a bowl <laughs> of shit. And they're just so pissed. Um, all right. Green, uh, this is kind of cool. A green shamrock puppy was born. If you didn't think that was possible, I got some good news I for you. I think that was possible. Uh, let's see. To a litter of Great Danes, actually. And this is a Colorado story, so another Colorado connection. Oh, we've got a green puppy in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Colorado resident Katie Williams could not believe her eyes after she had a three-year-old Great Dane named Amy give birth to a litter of nine Great Dane puppies, including one special one that was born green. Uh, it was shocking when she oh, was born. That. Yeah, isn't that weird? Here, I'll chat, chat, chat. It's like a green Dalmatian. Like it's a, uh, it's a peppermint chocolate chip retriever. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's very weird. Uh, Chad, I'm trying to play this video for you, but it's been in forever, and I don't know why. If you just go down, there's a photo. Oh, is there? Oh, here we go. Skip the video. Skip the video. Isn't that weird? That's crazy. Yeah. The rest are all kind of normal, but it's green. I think it's not ripe yet. (laughs) (laughs) No. Put it back. (laughs) Put it back. Nine more months. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, it's the the thing came out all uh, all green, which is super weird. And uh, the chemical called by say biliverdin, which makes bile, is the reason for the unique green color oh, of the pooch, God. according to Rover.com. That's, that sounded really cute until is the reason <laughs> is that it's uh, bile related. <laughs> Says the, uh, they noted the condition is rare but not dangerous. It dyes the fur while the, in the mother's womb, but the uh, green coating doesn't last forever. It ultimately fades away over time. She's healthy and beautiful and all, uh, and she nurses well, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the owner says, I just love her. She's like a little shamrock puppy. Um, oh, I don't know if I'd get too cuddly with your freaking bile puppy until it fades. Let it fade yeah, a little does bit. Does he smell? I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> does he have that new puppy smell, or does he smell like bile? Yeah, got that old bile smell. <laughs> you know, we talk about a, a pet story, and we get a little visit from Anara. Hey, kitty cat. Hey, have you ever watched a movie, like a horror movie? And, I have. And, and, well, there's more. And you couldn't, like most horror movies, I, they just kind of wash over me. I don't really, you know, they don't freak me out that bad. Yeah. Whatever. Some of it's, you know, fun or whatever. Um, do you ever have one where you start watching it and you're like, I can't, I can't do this. I got to turn this off. You ever no, that? uh-uh. I had no, that happen. Horror movies, horror movies I, I'm able to separate fairly well. I had that happen last night. And, really? What was the movie? Um, it was, I don't know why this popped into my head. It's because I was just so horrifically horrified by it. They made these, so I guess there's a 70s movie called I Spit on Your Grave, which I had heard of, but yes. never saw it, never knew what it was. There are these remakes, 2010 and 2015, and one of the remakes is on Amazon Prime. Fired it up. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it. I can't do it. It's just too rapey. It was awful. It was really? like, yeah, because the whole idea, I guess, of those particular films is, uh, 
the uh, a girl gets kidnapped, taken, whatever, and they spend like the first half of the movie just terrorizing her, abusing her, raping her, awful yeah. stuff. Oh, jeez. And and graphically so. It's and then torture porn kind of thing. Yeah, and then later she gets revenge and takes everybody out who wronged her. I couldn't get to that part. I just was like, this is, I, is this really people watch this? Like, this is a thing you people, someone likes this. It really bugged me. Ugh. Really got it. I remember I spit in your game. I don't remember as much controversy about that as I remember, um, with Texas chainsaw massacre. So I'm kind of surprised that it's that bad. I've never seen it. it is but awful. hearing that it's, yeah. Hearing that it's that bad. I can't, geez. I can't, I, I can never, I could never tell anyone to even, I mean, GD says you watch serial killers, Scott. <laughs> no, see, it's different, and that's the thing. I can watch a like a you know a, a Friday the Thirteenth style slasher film, no big deal. That stuff's all yeah. it's easy to park my brain because it's all just ridiculous. Yeah. It's just kind of fake and dumb, um, uh, and it's a weird. Engine 006 is just fast forward to her revenge part. Oh, I guess I could have done that, but then I don't have do that. This, see where... But then I don't know what she's doing. I mean, I guess I could just assume it was you know. Well, you either you either watch the stuff that happens to her so you can fully appreciate her revenge or you just jump to the revenge part and assume that whatever they did to her was so bad that they des they deserve everything that they're getting it's a fair point it's a fair point um by the way sorry these i keep jumping around here in that movie yeah. one of the the sheriff guy i think is who he plays is the same dude as the weird uh armenian dude in that limitless movie we watched for film sack that also got one of the pills and started to feel pretty oh, good yeah. about it. Yeah, really? And they drank his blood. He's in that. And then he is also, this is just bringing it all back together. He's also in Watchmen um, as a character in the Watchmen. I think his name is Red. And uh, anyway, I don't know why I'm telling you huh. all this, but there it is. There's all the oh, information. Just the fact that that's the same guy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, not major spoilers, not Trek no. nerd. We're no. going to play a call now. Yeah, that's call right. Call now. Uh, and we're going to have major spoilers on, but he's coming late. Uh, he's got a yeah. thing, and uh, we want to give he's him got, some He's birth. got two things that were sandwiched between, that's basically. Right. That's right. Call now. So he's going to come in here, and uh, we'll talk to him after that. But uh, we're going to take your call here in a second. Before that, though, a song. Brian, tell me what we're breaking with. Sure. Uh, we're breaking with a, uh, an, uh, a singer named R.X. Bertoldi. He is a, an award-winning singer-songwriter from the Seattle area. I'm getting a lot of echo I right know, now, sorry. but I, can, I sorry. can live. I can live with it. Keep moving through there. Um, his uh, original acoustic version of Black Coffee in the Morning was in rotation on Sirius Satellite Radio's Coffee House program for over four years running. So, I mean, if you're familiar with uh, with that, that show, you've probably heard him. And his uh, cover of Ooh La La by The Faces, one of my favorite songs, mm. uh, spun for over two years on their covers program on uh, covers on Coffee House. Uh, his two most recent albums, uh, he's had the involvement of a producer named Johnny Sangster, who worked with Mudhoney, The Posies, Nico Case, and other top Seattle players. So it's been some of his most strongest, most radio-friendly music that he's made to date. His brand new LP is Tracks in Perspective. It's in top form and even inclu includes a fresh full band rendition of his song Black Coffee in the Morning. This is the song from that brand new album, uh, here is our expert Bertoldi, and I'll carry on. Well, I've been walking now for so long. 
In a sale, you sell your slow movers. But some genius put our best sellers on sale. This big screen color console, automatic fine tuning, high bright color tube, Philco reliability. You'd pay a lot, right? The choosy woman's choice. This is the morning stream with Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett. Big ol' freaking dirt blanket. Ah, it didn't... <laughs> I'm still getting used to it. Give me a break. Right, they didn't do what it was supposed to do. That's all right. For that, you get one of these. <laughs> oh, look at that. Hold on, Chad didn't see it. Let me put oh, that okay, up we'll again. Do, again do that one more time. Ah, ha, 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 I hate that. That's horrendous. What is that? Is that a thing? That's a Skype thing. I don't like it. I could go. Oh! <laughs> Somebody want to uh, Twitch clip that first one out so I can make a GIF out of it, please? Thank you. I'd appreciate that. All right. Uh, we're going to do a little call now. That means you guys get to call in, express your thoughts, your feelings. Uh, your complaints, your, your uh, I don't know. Your grievances. It's time for the airing of grievances. <laughs> airing of grievances is correct. And that number to call is call now. 801-471-0462. That's 801-471-0462. All you got to do is call now. And we'll answer your you know, questions. Yeah. While we're waiting for a call, 
Um, do we have a call yet? Just let me know when no, we have a call. No, not yet. Okay. I'll tell you the other thing I did this last week, and I talked about this a little bit before Film Sack, but uh, a buddy of mine had a birthday, and uh, he wanted to go to his very first escape room. I know three years after the popular trend started, he finally got to go to his first escape room. But went to this place. This is the, uh, my third. This is my third escape room experience. Uh, place in Denver, currently called Colorado Escape Rooms, but they're changing their name for obvious reasons to Escape Works. They're part of a bigger company now called Escape Works. This place, so we did one that was uh, uh, Curse of the Enchanted Seas, and it takes place on a pirate ship that yep. surfaces once every month for one hour, and you've got to get on there and find the captain's heart. The captain is laying dead in his stateroom with his heart missing, and you've got to find the heart and put it back in his chest. Oh, my gosh. And uh, um, this thing was so high-tech, incredibly well done. Like, there is RFID stuff all over the place, so you pick up this brooch, and you're like, oh, what do we do with this brooch? And you say, oh, well, there's a crate over there that has the outline of that very same brooch on it, let's just go put it on there. And so we take that brooch and we set it on the crate on that silhouette and a door opens up on the front of it. It's like RFID triggered door that goes and opens up. That's really cool. So amazing. Yeah. So well done. And uh, it didn't rock back and forth, but everything else about like they had lanterns on the side that are flickering, like they have candles in them and, and uh, skulls and bottles and things like that all over the place. Absolutely brilliant. I think the future of escape rooms and I know there's already a few of these uh, is might be in VR. That might be the place this stuff ends up being because not, not you, there's nothing that will replace that. You know, I'm in a room, mm-hmm. there's eight of us. We got to do a thing. I, I like, I yeah. totally get that. But I think there's a place for really complex puzzle solving and things you can only do in an artificial environment that would make that really fun in VR. Hmm. Um, we'd have to see what somebody comes up with, but. Yeah, I don't know. I like the tangibility of the stuff. Have you done Have you done an escape room yet? I've never done one. Still I haven't done one. one. Yeah, um, I'd be curious to see what you think. I I really enjoyed it tremendously. Except I mean, when I was fifteen. Done my third one. When I was fifteen, I got out of my house once. I don't know if that. Counts. <laughs> and you made it. You made it halfway down the lawn before your yep. <laughs> parents, your, your captors tackled you. <clears throat> my parents don't no, even say, know this. If my mom's listening, she doesn't even know that I used to sneak out all the time when I was fifteen or sixteen with that's my friends. Funny. Yeah. All the time. I would say that uh, you and your kids would just have such a blast with an escape room. I think you guys would have so much fun with we it. We should just do it. There's a bunch of them here. Just yeah. haven't done it. Just so. do it. Look on Groupon. You'll find coupons for for a lot of them yeah. uh, locally, and um, and go check one out and you know see which ones have really good ratings as far as really immersive uh, experiences. Because the uh, uh, the one here, by far the best one I've done in Colorado, the most well done as far as making you feel like you're in really in the environment yeah so that was gonna be my big question is you did you feel like you were there and it sounds like you did Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh we have a caller on the line good morning who's this hey good morning it's desiree rainbow bright in the chat hello desiree Desiree, how are you you doing hey good good how you guys doing doing fantastic it's monday you got the whole week ahead of us it's just right and you gotta appreciate the fact that now without the green screen you can see scott's uh mini me Oh, yeah. And you can see mine still right there. Yeah, he's right there. Can you see him yeah. okay? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm so happy about that. I put him on screen. I put him, <laughs> so, in fact, it was Kim was the one to remind me. She says, you need to make sure that's visible. And because before it was on oh. this side. And I went, oh, you're right. Let's get it up there. So, yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, that's great. I'm so happy about that. I actually have um, 
two quick things. Right. It's not TMS related. Okay. It's kind of film sack related. That's totally fine. <laughs> but you can ask anything. I, I, half a film, half a film sack here. Yep. Okay. So um, first things first, I have to say you guys mentioned about um, uh, rap stars that became actors. Mm-hmm. You forgot a big one. Um uh, Queen Latifah. Oh yeah, I, oh, you yeah. know what? I almost said her, and then the conversation went somewhere else, and I didn't do it. But she came up in my head for some reason. All I could think of was that terrible taxi movie she was in with uh, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, but actually, she is really oh, great. Like in most she's things, great. she's great. Chicago, she's, she's fantastic. Yeah, and I like her a lot. I remember the first time I saw her was in that Something Wild with Melanie Griffith and uh, uh, Ray Liotta. Uh, I can't remember who yes. the main like who the, the main guy. Oh, it was um Jeff Bridges, right? Oh, is Jeff that right? Bridges yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not yep. Jeff Bridges, Jeff yep. Daniels. Jeff Daniels or Bridges? Yes. Was it? Daniels, Jeff Daniels. All right. It was dumber then. It was dumber is what you're saying. It was dumber. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And and at the very end, so you see her in the in this coffee shop working during the during the movie, but then the very end she comes out of the coffee shop, takes her apron off, apron off and starts uh rapping through the entire end credits. It's great. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I love her. She's awesome. I would watch uh, more with her in it if I knew where to look. I mean, she yes, don't... she's she's a great. She's actually I think of her almost more as an actress than uh than uh, than than rapper. rapper. Yeah, that kind of mm-hmm. I feel like that happened to LL Cool J a little bit. Like he he I mean I know him as a rapper because I bought his albums back in the freaking late '80s and early '90s. But he he so very quickly moved into like TV and movie mm-hmm. roles that I hardly think of him that way. It's a little like Mark Wahlberg kind of. I don't, yeah. think, right, of, I don't yeah. think of Marky Mark anymore. I mean, I, I do sometimes as a joke, but for the most part, it's like, oh, Wahlberg's in that. <laughs> I only think of Marky Mark as a joke. <laughs> but a yeah, very funky joke. True. Yeah, he's a very funky joke. Don't forget. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and lastly, I just wanted to bring up, you guys didn't really talk about the scene um, in Panic Room where the police officers um, came and he was trying to hint to her that, you know, if there's something going on, give us a some sort of small clue. Well, the thing is, um, my mom used to, she taught me as a teenage girl growing up that to use the code, everything's perfectly fine if I'm ever in a situation where I call her and I need to get out of it, but I don't want the people to know. Have you guys ever given that code or some sort of code to your children? Oh, in gosh, case yeah. of, no, but that's brilliant. Yeah, that's, that's a, a really good idea. way of doing it. Like something kind of agree on it. We've, we did a thing with Tristan where, um, oh my gosh! And here's the funny thing: is that we gave him a code to use, uh, if if we could ask him about to to verify whether it was really him or not, right? So we had this thing several years back where Tina's grandparents got fooled by somebody pretending to be Tristan, um, oh, right. who had left to go on a road trip to Salt Lake City yep. and got stuck out there, ended up in jail for drinking and driving and needed some money to get back. Yeah. And they totally bought it hook, line, and sinker, even though they said, God, it just didn't sound like Tristan. But but they looked at Tristan's Facebook, found out that he goes to Nertacular, went to Nertacular every summer in Salt Lake City, so it seemed plausible. Yeah. So after that, we said, well, let's, we've got a, let's have a, a, a word that we can get that we can use as a prompt to say okay it is really me and oh. the sad thing is <laughs> i can't remember what that code word was <laughs> uh, well that doesn't help no that doesn't <laughs> it really doesn't no it's like oh my god what uh i mean I if he said it, it uh, if he said it you'd you'd immediately know it right or if it was wrong 
Yeah, I want to say it's Hawaii. I think it's like we have to work the word Hawaii into it. Oh, interesting. And like say, oh, is this, you know, where else has something like this happened? Oh, Hawaii. I was like, oh, it really is Tristan. Yeah. He's actually, he's on his first uh, little solo road trip with his buddies. They drove out to California oh, yesterday fun. afternoon. So they're out there for the whole week. Oh, it's fun to do. So much fun. It's expensive, though. I know. It is expensive, but I just, you know, I miss it. I wish I was out there with them because we'd be getting in and out burgers and checking out uh, the new Disneyland area. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Uh, So, so, okay. So, in my case, here's the thing. We never had (laughs) an explicit code, but what we always seemed to happen if there was a situation where they just needed me to come get them, I just could tell. They didn't even have to say it. Like, I'd call, uh, or Taylor would call from a party, and I'd get her on the phone and she, so you having a good time? She's like, yeah. Okay. Do you, are you, are you sure? Yeah, dad, I'm fine. I'm like, you don't sound fine. Mm. Do you want me to come get you? Just say yes. Yes. All right. I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> okay, good. Then I'd run good, and good, I'd run good. and get her, but I could always tell when my kids are, maybe it's just, I could tell when they're under a little bit of stress or something. And, but the, the code, like, the code's awesome. That's a great way to I do like it. I like that. Everything's perfectly fine because as long as you've agreed upon it up front, no, no burglar, nobody's ever going to question, was that some sort of code? It just doesn't sound like <laughs> right. a code, so that's great. <laughs> I know. That thing that your, your in-laws got taken by was pretty dastardly. I really don't blame really them was. for, for yeah. falling for it because they had – the Salt Lake City part was like, who knows this? Yeah. How did they get that info? That yeah. really bugged me at the time. Yeah. That wasn't that long yeah. ago, right? I mean, we were doing the show then. Three – oh, yeah, no, it was only three or four years ago. It was uh, relatively recent. They got away with, what, 2000 bucks in – gift cards because apparently right. the salt lake city police only takes gift cards <laughs> okay, that well, part, thanks guys yeah, no i problem. just wanted to ask that it's all thanks good lot. desiree have Thank a good you, one desiree. Right, good to talk to you we'll see ya all right it's pretty good we got one call yeah that'll, that'll work now we're gonna call uh now we're gonna call uh steven i think steven, he, is steven free and clear is he ready i think so i mean we'll try here let's try okay we can only try mm-hmm. whoops Major. All you can do is try. Yeah, all you can do is try. He did say something about a phone number to make sure he was around, but I don't really have an easy way of doing that. I mean, I guess I could call him on his phone phone, but then he wouldn't hear you. I don't, mm. I don't like that idea. I don't like that at all. No. You must hear Brian. You must hear Brian. Let me try. Maybe I will try calling him. Uh, Steven. And he can say, he can give us the up or down. <laughs> hey, Steven, <laughs> give us the up or down. All right, you know what? I may, I can make it so he can hear you. Hold on. Okay, i got to put on speaker. Okay, here we go. It's ringing, as you can tell. It's ringing. I can tell. I uh-huh. can tell. Uh-huh. All right, we're still ringing. We're ringing. All right, we're going to try this. And so far, no answer. That leads me to believe he may have gotten tied up. Oops. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Usually it's a name. Scott unintentionally doxes uh, <laughs> major spoilers. Uh, we only got two numbers. We're good. But he, I, when's the last time? Do you have an actual voicemail message that you do? Or do you just I have I do, but I uh, I do. Do you check your vo- voicemail very much? I check it when, when I get a new message. Um, it's really just uh, 
spam and and a couple of clients. Well, I mean, it's the one I use for for freelance clients is the same one that that you know is that everybody uses. It's my just regular cell phone number. Right. So, I'm trying to but see. I very rarely listen to the message if I if it if there's an accurate enough um, voice to text. Uh, translation of it, not not translation. What's oh, what I'm uh, looking trans for? Trans transcription. Trans transcription. Yeah. yeah. Okay, listen to this one. This is fake. Calling on behalf of Embassy Suites. How are you? <laughs> well, since I didn't answer, yep. uh, I don't know. You know what? That's that's. They're basically uh, pause. Wait for them to respond. Oh, good. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Um, I'm calling to offer you. I got burned by that one. Uh, oh, I hate oh, it. I'm looking. Is Joshua there? <laughs> Uh, no, sorry, there's no Joshua here. You got the wrong number. Oh, well, maybe you can help. Me. <laughs> F that. Yeah. F that. Exactly. It's like, oh, you totally got me. Oh, so I always me. do a test. If this is a, if this is not a recording, uh, reply to me right now. Click. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It is nice though, because the new AT and T thing is now telling me most of the time when it's a, when it's a telemarketing call. Usually I, I get that too. For this yeah. one, last one, I didn't, and I usually won't answer. But it looked like it was a, it was a local Denver number. I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's somebody. Who but I don't but it know. is it is funny how it switched. I don't know anybody who really uses their phone as a phone except within very tight knit groups of like family and contacts that they know and trust. Mm -hmm. For the most part, if there's a number coming through, back in the day, you just grab the phone. Who is it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nowadays yeah. we're just like no i'm penny picking that up there's no name exactly there. yes spam has spam has killed uh people answering the phones anymore like if i call somebody i almost don't expect them to answer unless it's somebody that i know has me in their contact list and actually sees it come up yeah but uh if i'm cold calling somebody that's not a business i don't expect them to answer i expect to definitely get a voicemail same it's like that old song spamio killed the phonio star Remember that song? Just like that, yes, yeah. by the by the bugles, <laughs> not by the buggles. That's the other one. A different band, right? That comes up every time we talk about that song. I love it. Every time. <laughs> well, uh, Stephen was going to share with us the top 10 comics for September, and he said the list was really good, but now we're going to have to wait. We'll find out uh, what those were next wow, week the, when he's on the show. The, uh, the suspense. I know. Oh, my me. goodness. It's killing me. All right, uh, but we do have a mashup. Let's do a mashup. You want to do a Monday okay. mashup? Let's do a mashup for right. sure. Yeah, I love these. Monday mashup. This is from Jamie, a.k.a. TMS Mashups, who, uh, where you can find him on Twitter. He also has a uh, Patreon called TMS Mashups. You're welcome to check all, all that out. Here is what he sent us this week. It is called, uh, I can't read it. Hold on. Sessa Meth Street. Oh, like Sesame Street. Got it. <laughs> Sessa Meth Street. Okay. I remember that conversation. All right. Here it is. Enjoy. Do show now. Make show good. You do show? Mmm. Me like when you do show. Why do I have this boner? <laughs> According to... You wanna know how I got these breasts? <laughs> Where's Johnson and Johnson? Like you'd have on a wharf cake. <laughs> I am not a mint frosting man. What is a wharf cake? <laughs> this cake is without honor. Oh, oh, that's yeah. tender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, poo, that sounds hard. Yeah. I'm going to lick it. You going to lick it, Daryl? I'm going to lick it. Okay. I'm crunching it. Maple. I guess I'll just have to bite it. <laughs> right into my dog's butthole. You may have been wondering why I was carrying a woman's head in a duffel bag. <laughs> 
Hi-ho, everybody. Uh, we'll be back after I go get my T-cell count checked. Uh, here's Fuzzy Bear. Oh, my gosh. Does a myth that toothpaste will tighten the vagina. Go back to using Tide Pods. Tide Pods are the way of the future. <laughs> it bends a little funny if I flex it. You gave him a hard one. Whoa, wait, what? And torture porn. Oh, yeah. Torture porn. I'm into it. Yeah. No, I'm not really. Take, take that out of context. <laughs> Jamie? Just two dudes in a shack just playing games. Yeah, jerking it. What? Wait. Okay. Anyway. Wait, what? No, okay, I, I, I made that part up. Back it up. Beep, boop, beep. Okay, it's out. Is yeah. it just the earlobes? The just the earlobes. Big too. Well, he's got a big penis. But other than that, his earlobes well, are the most obvious. I was visual. talking about his ear area. Oh, but his nice. ear area. I'll only do it. Listen, I'll only do your movie. I'll only do your Star Trek movie if you never make another one. It has to be the end. And, be and no it has more. to have feet. It has to have a lot of feet. Lots of feet. Starfleet feet. Starfeet, in fact. We're going to name it Starfeet. Starfeet. Yeah. Everyone goes to Starfeet. Starfeet, Starfeet Command. Academy. Yeah. <laughs> it was never I determined. Did not kill her. I, <laughs> I didn't go high, Robert. Wagner. <laughs> When you finally shave the bush, you feel better. Everyone feels better when you get rid of the bush. Elmo not laughing. Elmo have delirium tremens. Shit, F. Shit, shit, F. What's the matter, Elmo? Elmo have Tourette's. Shit, shit, shit. Cookie, take E. Please give Cookie more water. Please. Cookie monster need more water. Uh, we have besmirched the great. Sesame Street. So we have taken yes. it to places no one thought we would. No, I know. Well, How dare all we? Right. How dare we? How dare we? Um, all right, we are to the end of the show. Thank you all for being here. It's been a fine time. I guess we'll have guests tomorrow. That'll happen. We will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That should be a thing for Tuesday. We got to. I mean, we the jury news has just been prepared for us. Turns out Mitt Romney has a secret Twitter account that he uses. Uh, anonymously, and he has confirmed that it's his. I gotta find the name because I already forgot it. Okay, all right. Omni Twitter. Okay, let me pull this up. It is the funniest name, Pierre Delecto. <laughs> Pierre Delecto, that's funny. Pierre Delecto. Uh, well, he is an inflagrante delecto. Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, that's very weird. Yeah, and he it, it is his actual thing. It is a very critical of Trump type account. Okay. I don't know why he has it. I think it was originally designed <laughs> to uh, like be maybe a thing he used with his just with his grandkids or something. Um, yeah. But now it's uh, now it's come out that that's him. And I just I just want jury's take on it. I want to. It seems like oh, perfect God, fodder yes. for him, right? Because now that this isn't Carlos Danger uh, no. uh, or any Carlo, of those Carlos Spicy Wiener, right? No, all no, that. This is... <laughs> it's a very odd thing, uh, but you know, it, it it was a very straight laced account. It didn't do anything weird. It was just like, yeah, you know, basically just ripping on Trump. But um, anyway, we'll we'll Fantastic. we'll find out what that's about tomorrow with Jess, uh, Justin, and then of course Bill and all that. So come yeah, back for that. In the meantime, support this show at Patreon.com/tms. And if you're looking for all the ways to get with us. You go over to frogpants.com slash TMS. <laughs> yes. All the ways to get with us. You got to get with our friends. By the way, that video that dude put on Twitter today was amazing. The, the uh, Slipknot uh, Spice Girls uh, mashup. It was yeah, great. You might at some yeah. point have to play that. I'm just saying. Might have to be. <laughs> it was very good. All right. All right. 
Well, it's uh, only a minute long. We could just slip it into the show anytime. Yeah, slip it in. Get it? Because Slipknot. Get slip it? it in. Yep. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, I didn't mean like wieners. I meant like Slipknot was right, the reference. Right, right. Yeah. yeah right, uh, hey, right. don't forget also to send us your emails, themorningstream at gmail.com. And like I mentioned Twitter earlier, we're easy to find there. Scott Johnson, Coverville, and Morningstream. All right. That's it. Let's get out. Do you have song? You have song? I, I have song. Megan wrote in and said, hi, Scoot and Boot. I'm writing to request a song to commemorate my dad's birthday. He's always been my best friend and one of the funniest people I know. He introduced me to podcasts, and talking about TMS with him is a high point of my day. Happiest of birthdays, Dad, and can I get a squirini? Oh, uh, you can. Can you get it quickly is the answer, is the question. Yeah. Uh, squirini, yes. Oh, here we go. Uh, uh, it's okay. Just hold on to your butts. I think I found it. Is this it? Squirini. It's been a while. It's been a while, but that's great. Well yeah, done. All the best, is. sign Megan. So happy birthday to Megan's dad. Sorry about the uh, the tardiness of uh, this getting this request on, but uh, it was a packed first half of the month. And so this is the first time I've had a chance to kind of go back to earlier in the month and make sure I get everything covered. Uh, this one's going out to Megan. She wanted to hear a cover of or by the Flaming Lips. Now, the Flaming Lips put out an album back in 2014 where they covered the entirety of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, but it was called With a Little Help from My Fwens, F-W-E-N-D-S. Mm -hmm. And on that album, they get help from like Tegan and Sarah and uh, uh, who else is on there? Well, I'm going to tell you who's on this track and that'll help you. Miley yeah. Cyrus and Moby join them for this cover of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Here are the Flaming Lips featuring Miley Cyrus and Moby.
of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You, your friends, and your Johnson.